or you just are ready to make a change, come see what's new and exciting at Carpet Design. Every Saturday from 10 to 3, take 20% off on flooring in the warehouse. Large selection, too. Free estimates, 643 Riverside Street, Carpet Design. Hi, this is Laura from Harker Mellinger. Our advisory services are designed for entrepreneurs and small business owners so you can focus on your business. Our relationship is customized for what you want and need to ensure your business is as efficient as it should be. We will evaluate your business and provide solutions you will benefit from. We will coach you through each step of the process from start to finish. Contact us today, Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. Hello, I am Gomez. Hello, I am Morticia. Hi, I'm Wednesday. We invite you to the Bighorn High School musical production of The Adams Family, April 7th through April 14th at Bighorn High School. Tickets can be purchased at bighorndrama.com or at the door. Please come and enjoy America's kookiest family on a family-friendly wild ride as they attempt to be normal for one night. We, we hope to see you at the show. Presented by A-Plus Services and First Northern Bank. An effective marketing campaign can be a game changer for your business. Hi, this is Bob Grammons with Sheridan Media. Let us customize a marketing plan for your business using up to nine different radio stations. Place your print ad in front of 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County in the Country Bounty or market your business worldwide through a variety of digital products that we offer. SheridanMedia.com received over 8 million page views this past year and served over 58 million ad impressions. That means your business will have the opportunity to be seen by a vast number of potential customers. Don't wait any longer on an incredible opportunity to grow your business and reach new customers using radio, print, and digital. Let's tell your story, whether locally or across the country. SheridanMedia.com. 672-7421 or email sales at sharedamedia.com. Shared Media is an employee-owned company. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. My guests this morning are Sheridan County Sheriff Levi Dominguez and Under Sheriff Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Floyd. Now, uh, how are things out and about the county? Going well, you know, starting to see some sunshine, and that's what we like to see, hopefully. But Fingers it, crossed it sticks well, around, right? I spoke too soon when you're looking at the weather report. I think this weekend we're supposed to get some more snow. So, um, But, yeah, it's, it's been a good winter for sure for, you know, when we're talking about moisture and, and looking what the snowpack is up on the mountain and things like that. But, you know, that sometimes comes with a, a long, harsh winter as well. So, But they're, they're winters I remember growing up here for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, when I was a kid, sometime mid-90s, I can remember mom opening the front door, and it was about waist high against the screen. And I remember thinking, okay, this is this is Wyoming. We're, yeah. <laughs> like, this is it. This is the winter that everybody had always talked about. And uh, so, uh, you know, with all that moisture up on the hill, I think my biggest fear is April being a really warm month because, uh, you know, I've got friends who've gone up on the hill and they've come down and they said, boy, when that comes down, the it's not if 
it floods this year. It's when it's going to start flooding this year. So, uh, you know, is the sheriff's office uh, very active in these uh, anti-flood uh, activities? Sure. You know, we, we, we're we in communication with, with the county and the emergency management coordinator, of course, Jesse Ludekaus and, and things like that. And he's been well up to speed and, and keeping up. Um, starting early, I think we've got, and the county has um, sandbag filling stations out throughout the county, you know, in the Tongue River Valley and Sheridan, you know, out in the Bighorn area and things like that. And so you can go onto the county's website, I think, and in, in the uh, emergency management, you know, website, I think Facebook, social media, and it gives you those, um, where those filling stations are for sandbags. But especially, you know, it's it, we're expecting flooding this spring, no doubt. Um, we'll see what that looks like. It's just going to be how how quick that uh, that snowpack's going to run off the mountain and, and what we can do with it. Our deputies, um, you know, what we've done in the past, and it just depends on 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 how bad the flooding year is. Is we're out patrolling, our, our staffs out patrolling. They're being proactive. They're taking a look at all the roads, the county roads, highways, and things like that. Reporting back to County Road and Bridge, YDOT, you know, Sheridan County Emergency Management um, Coordinator, and and you know, just giving a a detailed, you know, report of what's going on. Do we need to close roads? Do we need to get some something going on here? You know, I think a few years back with the, the last big flooding, we had residents in the Big Goose area that may not be able to get to, you know, bridges. The concern was bridges being washed oh, out wow. and things like that. So, um, you know, those are all things that are forefront and, and what we can do with that. And so, yeah, we'll definitely be watching that this spring. And uh, yeah, like the deputies are the eyes and ears out there, right. you know, driving around those county roads and kind of figuring out where's the low spots, <laughs> you know, and, and maybe we should we should tell road and bridge about this yeah and and you're right we we have our problem areas every spring regardless if it's a a a bad flooding year or not so we know those areas are going to be troublesome and and you know county road and bridge and the county does a great job preparing for that but it's going to be years like this when maybe we're expecting a little bit more flooding that we're going to have to be looking you know and seeing what other roads and and areas of the county are going to be affected yeah coming together as a team uh you know during those hard times i think is is fantastic road and bridge emergency management the sheriff's office just coming together as a county and a community right you know and and i will uh just recommend to folks if you have had flooding in the past make sure that you're getting out there just get a couple of sandbags a day it is not too early um you know i've been on a couple different flood details when i was with the national guard throughout the state and i can say those sandbags don't go as far as you think uh you know you may have quite a few but uh, make sure you've got quite a few plus more right. yeah right. you know floyd great point you know going and, and filling up those sandbags i was uh at the town of Ranchester's town council meeting um, Tuesday night. And, you know, I, I think Mayor Peter Clark made a, a great point, you know, that, that those sandbag filling stations, like the one that they have behind the town hall there, use them for their purpose, right? Don't be yeah. using them for your kids' sandboxes. Yeah. You know, right. don't be using them for, yep. for other things, for the weight in the back of your vehicle. Let those be utilized for, for what they're out there for, and that's yep. for the flooding and helping mitigate that. So um, just, you know, well, I'd like to remind the community that, that that's what those are for. And, you know, if you want to, while you're out there filling some for yourself, maybe fill five more. Toss them off to the side. You know, we've got some uh, elderly individuals throughout Absolutely. the entire county that don't have anybody. Yeah. And and it'd be nice for them to drive up to one of those sites and maybe see a couple pre-filled sandbags, throw them in the back uh, of their vehicle so they don't have to, you know, sit out there and try to fill them themselves. 
it's just a suggestion, you know, maybe five, six more. And just leave yeah. them right there for someone to pick up who, who just can't get out there and do it themselves. Right. Yep. Now, uh, outside of, uh, you know, the, the typical challenges that weather or, you know, give to you and your deputies, uh, does a harsh winter uh, give you guys any more challenges than, than a typical winter um, or anything like that outside of like the, well, we all have challenges with driving on the roads and stuff like that. But do you find that more calls come in for various things during harsh winters than say a light one? Yeah, it depends. You know, you, you try to put, you know, the, the, the thought process behind that when we're looking at numbers and we're running numbers, we're looking at year in review. Yeah. There's always the potential when people are cooped up and they can't get out. Right. The, the propensity for, you know, domestic violence to occur in the home when you're not getting out and wanting to do the things you want to do. So that's always a concern. You know, are the numbers, are we seeing those numbers from this winter up? I haven't, you know, necessarily seen that, but that's, yeah. that's always on the forefront, right? Yeah. That, that's, that's the possibility. Um, so those are always concerns that we have no different than, you know, when we're, and then, you know, other concerns are, yeah, the road conditions, things like that, you know, getting out, making sure that the, the, the county road and bridge folks, you know, that the crews, they do an amazing job keeping our county roads clear. I mean, some of these drifts that we've seen this winter are, 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 are taller and, and higher than, than I've ever seen them, you know, growing up here. And so, and they're getting those cleared out, you know, as soon as they can, which is, is great for emergency services to make sure that we can, you know, get to emergencies within the county rural areas that we need to. So those are challenges. Yeah. You know, the numbers, you know, when we're looking at people being cooped in and, and things like that, you know, that can be a concern, you know, just kind of getting in that kind of lump that people get in sometimes during the holiday season, right. winter, moving into spring. So those are concerns, but we haven't seen an uptick at this moment. No, yeah, I don't think so. We talked last time a little bit about when, you know, heavy snow starts falling, you start seeing, you know, potential feet of snow, not only on the ground, but on the roofs. You know, we're discussing, you know, trying to make sure that we're keeping those pipes clear and um, running off the furnaces and things like that, you know. So I I think maybe, um, you know, you start seeing a lot of heavy snowfall, you start seeing more calls like that. But um, yeah, I would agree with uh, Sheriff Dominguez. You know, as of now, I don't think I've seen a whole lot of uptick necessarily. But Well, that's good, uh, you know, that uh, we haven't seen like a dramatic uptick to where you're like, nope, yep, this is a big issue. Uh, you know, all quiet right. <laughs> out and about is a yeah. good thing. Uh, so it's just been one of those winters that, uh, you know, we'll probably end up talking about for a couple of years. It's been cold. There's been so much snow. Just doesn't seem to end. Right, yeah. And this one just seems to kind of drag on. Uh, But I will admit, you know, on the winters that don't seem to show up until the very end of of November or maybe middle December, I'm I'm always kind of thinking to myself, well, this isn't much. Right. <laughs> and yeah. then finally, yeah. nature's like, well, I'll give you one, and here I am complaining about that too. So <laughs> right. yeah. maybe it's just my personality. Now, uh, how much of your job uh, as as sheriff and under sheriff uh, is is really communicating and talking? with the public uh you know we've got our deputies they're kind of out there they're answering calls probably stopping checking on folks along the way but is it one of those situations where as you climb the ranks all of a sudden now you you realize wow a lot more of this is me getting out talking with the the public and and kind of being somewhat of a pr individual i guess uh you know 
the sheriff's office is here for you, and here's the services we provide. How much of your job entails that? Yeah, I think a lot, you know, but I also want to stress that, you know, I think we've we've built a culture within the sheriff's office, not just from me, but from Sheriff Alan Thompson and, and Sheriff Dave Hoffmeyer and, and previous sheriffs moving forward, that the sheriff's office, we want our deputies and our staff to be approachable. We want our staff to be out communicating and chatting with the public on a daily basis when they're out on their routine patrols and doing things. And so um, making sure that our staff's comfortable doing that on their daily patrols, whether it's our front office staff, our maintenance, you know, our detention deputies, our patrol deputies, everybody that's involved in the sheriff's office, we want them to be approachable, be able to communicate with the public. And so having that, you know, that kind of that expectation when you're hired with the sheriff's office, that that's what we want as you start to develop in your career and progress and, and, and you know, get promotions and, and move into the positions that we're in now, it becomes very easy to be able to do that. And because and, and, you're, you're, you're already doing that, right? You're yeah. emulating that from, from things that you've been doing since you were hired. And so I think that's, that's something that's, that's been easy for, for, for all of our staff as we develop and they promote. But yeah, it's, it's a daily basis. And, you know, I'm out, you know, as we were talking at moving some schedules around to make sure that we can meet with all the individuals that we need to, but it's, it's, yeah, all, always we're, we're communicating with the public and how can, you know, th- the question is, is how can we better serve the community? Yeah. Right. That's, that's always the forefront. And that's always the question I'm asking individuals in the community and organizations that we work alongside that we're partnering with is, is how can the sheriff's office assist in, in providing a better service, not from the service we're providing, but how can we assist you as well to make sure that you're providing the service? And really cultivating that culture, not just among the deputies, but among the community itself. Uh, you know, you're out uh, doing whatever you do and you see a deputy pull up, get out of his pickup truck or his or her pickup truck and come walking up to you. Usually the first thought is, oh, there's a problem. What's the problem? Uh, but, you know, I, I, I really like the idea that, well, I'm just coming up here to ask how you're doing, you know, see see if there's any way that we can help you. I'm out driving around the county. Yeah. And right. I'm, I'm curious as to what problems do you guys have that we yep. can help out with. And and that is, you know, maybe Hollywood has a part of it, maybe the news and, and certain, you know, ways that law enforcement is displayed within media today. Maybe that has something to do with that. Mm-hmm. Well, if they show up, there's a problem, sure. you know, and, and I like the idea that I can just walk up to an officer on the street and ask him a question, mm-hmm. yep. you know, that I don't have to feel like a fear, like, am I bothering them or is this going to get me in trouble somehow? I'm not breaking the law. I'm curious about something or maybe I'm lost and I need some help. So I think that's something that, uh, you know, law enforcement has to uh, I don't want to say battle against, but that's kind of the word. No, that's you know, always fight you know, against that image. There's, there's always that narrative out there that you see from 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 folks that are trying to, you know, I, I don't want to say, but yeah, law enforcement. That's that's what our mission is is to do that. But no, again, our mission is what I explained before, and you know, I can speak for many of our staff at the sheriff's office that some of my fondest memories um, when I was patrolling were the proactive. Uh, patrols getting into some of the recreational areas of Sheridan County where you see families, you know, out the Cleanburn area, they're going out to fish, they're getting ready to go out and take their, you know, kayaks into the water and pulling up in there, getting out and visiting with those families and the kids and, you know, asking them how many fish did you catch? What, you know, doing those types of, you know, the, you know, um, contacts and, 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 and being able to, to communicate with, with, you know, the community in that way. 
that's better than anything we could be doing. You yeah. Know? And that's, and that's what our staff does on a daily basis. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, the idea that those kids see that uniform, you know, and, and they think safety, security, and service. That's, that's what that uniform represents. I know to a lot of kids around here, uh, which, which is fantastic. <laughs> uh, who knows? Could have, could have looked at the future sheriff right there when you were asking <laughs> yeah. how many yeah, fish right. he caught. There you go. You that's know? right. Absolutely. Uh, now, another technique that's been developed by the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office to connect with the public is donuts with deputies. Do we know when this program began? Well, yeah, so it's kind of evolved, right? So Sheriff Alan Thompson really wanted to get out and, and kind of be more uh, you know, proactive and do these community, he calls them community outreach programs, and that's what they are. You know, that, that was kind of his community outreach programs, getting out maybe once a quarter to the communities around Sheridan County and, and meeting with these. Um, after I was promoted to under sheriff, you know, I kind of took it. And so I started making names to kind of a catch. So I, he, he wasn't a big fan of donuts with deputies. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. You know, I'm like, it'll work. And we've done some others like chips, dips and deputies, um, and, and things like that. So we'll, we'll keep providing those, but it, it you know, it, Sheriff Allen Thompson kind of, uh, re kind of jumpstarted that program with the community outreach programs. And so we're going to continue that. Um, we're just getting, you know, it's been a seamless transition with me taking office and, and getting our leadership kind of put into places. And so, you know, come April, we're going to start that quarterly trying to get out into the communities and meet. And so we're going to be, you know, doing that here in April. Fantastic. When, when is the next, uh, Donuts with deputies. It's going to be April 1st, um, in the Lucille, Lucille alley room of the Dayton town hall. Um, we're going to run from about eight to 10, 8 AM to 10 AM on that. Yeah. Now, LT, I, I know you've been out there uh, doing a lot of these. What are some of the concerns or, or what's the conversation like during during a lot of these? There are a lot of them, you know, just citizens coming up to meet their deputies and, and get to know their faces and shake their hand. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, you know, when you ask, you know, what, what are some of the concerns? I think the, the main point is is making sure that if there are any concerns that were available, um, you know, maybe, you know, just like Sheriff Dominguez says, our our goal is to be out and be approachable. Um, and there's a deputy, you know, all the time there's there's a deputy out and about. But, uh, you know, what better way to um, be connected with a law enforcement officer, a deputy, the sheriff, myself, you know, um, I, then at one of these events and be able to say, hey, this is something that, um, you know, we've been experiencing or this is a question that I've had. But, you know, maybe the individual one at one of the previous ones, I, I, I spoke with a gentleman who said, hey, I, this question has been burning in my, in my mind. And I, I forget what the question was. But he says, you know, I didn't want to call and bother anybody. And I had to reassure him it's never a bother. <laughs> you yeah. know, this yeah. is this is something that we're here to do and something we want to be able to answer these questions. Don't ever hesitate to call. Um, but he's like, I saw this event was coming up, so we're, I figured I'd stop by and shake some hands and ask my questions, and um, it was great. You know, I think that that's um, just to, you know, kind of drive the point home. I think that's what these events are all about is is being able to go out and say hi or, you know, maybe there's someone who wants to meet, um, you know, Sheriff Dominguez who maybe hasn't met him before, you know. Yeah. Or maybe they want to meet, you know, Dep- Deputy Kayla Oswald, you know, or, or you know, Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson. You know, I think that that's, that's they say, you know, we, we post these pictures um, on our Facebook account of, of getting um, some of our new uh, uh, deputies hired on. And it's, if they're there, it's a good opportunity to meet them as well. So I think it's, I think it's a culmination of nothing but good stuff. So, and you know, it would be really hard to police a community that you don't know. Right. You know, on, on, on a very, uh, well, a community member level, 
because that's what we are. All of us together are one community. Law enforcement, their kids are going to the same schools, you know. I mean, it's just, it's it's a job to to secure and protect. Floyd, you're absolutely right, and I think you brought up a good point. It's hard to to provide services to a community you don't know, and, and I think that's a big thing of getting out here because each community within Sheridan County, you know, we 2,500 square miles, and we have communities all throughout the county. They all have their, you know, individual, you know, qualities and, and, and differences and problems within those communities. I don't say problems, but just, you know, uniqueness of, of what the type of service we need to be sure that we're providing yeah, for those right. communities. And so that's an opportunity for us to get out, speak with those community members. You know, we're at the town council meetings and we're, we're, we're talking to those elected officials, but also getting to the community members of the core of, the, of, of those folks that are living there and making sure and ensuring that we're providing that service. And it may look different in Dayton than what it does in Story or in Bighorn or Claremont and those areas. And so that's why we're getting out and, and doing these to make sure, yeah, we've got to maybe adjust different things when we're in different parts of the community and Absolutely. The county. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's you're right, because my concerns when I live in story might be night and day to, you know, being a, a community member in Ranchester or something like yep. that. Right. Uh, different. It's <laughs> that that is kind of a stark contrast between two communities, too. And here they are in the exact same county. You know, I might be a little more worried about bears up here than I am uh, anything else yeah, or, sure. or out there. I might be concerned about, the, you know, some type of theft that may yep. be going on. So right. these these events the uh, donuts with deputies and and what'd you say chips chips dips and deputies <laughs> chips yeah. dips and deputies that yeah. just rolls off the tongue i like yeah, that one, good one. Uh, but these are so important for the community so i encourage right. everybody to get out there because it isn't the same people all the time either like yeah. you like you said lt you know it could be any uh, one of our deputies could right. be the sheriff the under sheriff everyone goes out there and i think that's fantastic you get to know these people on on a Maybe not super personal, but on a more personable level. Right. Yep. You know, where it's like, I know that guy. He's going to be here for me. I know he'll come out, you know, and that's important. All right. When we come back, we'll have more with the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office after this. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan Rotary Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Rackleton's fine food and spirits for dinner tonight. How about Andy's chilled pasta salad with shells, lemon basil aioli, oven dried tomatoes, and breaded chicken? Or the Frack Burger, a six-ounce hand-patted beef with avocado spread, bacon, butter, lettuce, Thousand Island, and brioche bun. Or try our tenderloin filet, bacon, onion, gorgonzola sauce, sweet potato pavé, spinach chiffon day. Be sure to ask your server about Frackleton's wine pairings for your selection. 
Time for new tires? Your timing couldn't be better because Midas is rolling out the best deals on top-rated tires. Buy three, get one free with installation on Cooper and Hankook tires and up to a $100 mail-in rebate. Midas also has big savings on brakes, shocks, fluid flush, even save 20 bucks on an oil change. Check out the Midas ad in the Country Bounty for details. Roll into Midas before the end of the month for these big savings. Midas Tire and Auto on East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. So what's wrong, Fido? Did Timmy fall down the well again? What? You mean you don't want this dog food? You want a different dog food? Okay, so you want Northwest Naturals raw diets for dogs, sold locally only at the Health Nut? Wait, wait, you want some A-plus answers raw goat milk formula with raw honey and organic cinnamon? And they have Northwest Naturals for cats too? You guys stay right here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's Fifth Street Mall right now. Hi, this is Christy Kinghorn with Buffalo Realty. And let's talk about 260 Tipperary Road, a horse owner's dream. 41 acres located off of Tipperary Road for easy access, great opportunity for ropers or horse lovers. Nice portable roping arena with roping chute, catch pen, and return alley. This arena is negotiable along with the fifth wheel. Property includes well, electricity, eight-saw barn. Call me, Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. Attention bargain hunters. Are you ready to score some incredible deals? Then head over to sharedmedia.com for this week's hot buys. Bid on items starting at half off of retail value, including gift certificates to Frackletons, Bought Beautifully, Wild Adventures, Centennial Theaters, and a bunch more. Bidding is easy. Just head over to sharedmedia.com, click on the hot buys banner on the homepage, find the items you're looking for, and place your bids. But you better act fast. The auction ends tonight at 8 p.m. Don't miss your chance to save big on the things you love. Visit hot buys on sharedmedia.com now and start bidding. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, we are speaking with Sheridan County Sheriff Levi Dominguez and Under Sheriff Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson. Now, no matter which service you choose to provide, Netflix has become a household name. It is the most popular streaming service in the world, with over 74 million subscribers in the U.S. and Canada, and 214 million globally as of November of 2021. And that was according to a study done by CNBC. The popularity of this streaming service has also prompted some scammers to take advantage of this. Now, I, I know we've got some issues to talk about uh, when it comes to the search and rescue. Uh, we'll we'll get to those. I just wanted to get this out real quick. Sure. LT, you're great with these scams. Uh, you're always on the ball with the newest one. What does this one do, uh, I guess, using the name of Netflix? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, um, I think you kind of already hit it on the head there in terms of how huge Netflix is, you know, I mean, I mean, millions of, of, uh, users and subscribers. I mean, it's, it's, it's a household name for the most part. Oh, absolutely. You know? Um, and you know, this one, um, this one actually came from my brother, uh, who actually got this information first and, um, sent it over to me. Uh, and he's, he's just over in, uh, Campbell County. And, uh, you know, he had texted this to me and essentially what's going on is, is he got a text message, um, saying, 
you know, your account is on hold, we're having trouble with your current billing information. So already, you know, it's they're trying to get that information out there of saying, okay, hold on, we your billing information is wrong, so we need to update that essentially. They'll send you a link that is an actual Netflix, it, it, it looks like a Netflix link, um, but if you really start looking into it, it, it goes into the further um, dynamic of, I don't exactly know how the HTML URL works, but language, correct, yeah. yeah, it's just the the... Um, it's obviously not a Netflix link and it says we're going to sus- suspend your account within 48 hours if you don't pay us. So, you know, I, I think it was last year, um, I had come on once and, and spoken about, uh, there was a, a similar scam going on where people were getting phone calls in terms of, uh, power, um, yeah. you know, electricity going, we're going to shut it down, right? Yeah. We're going to shut it down. You don't pay us right now. Um, you know, and unfortunately that I know that affected some of the, um, local people here as well. So I thought this might be a good opportunity to get this out. And in, in the event it's, it's on there, everything I could find on, on Netflix's actual communication was that generally via email, they'll communicate with like, um, updates to what, like movies and shows are going out. But from what I could find, they only communicate by phone call. Um, you know, uh, and then if there's issues that you have, again, they're, they're as aware of this as some of the other scams we've spoken about where they'll actually... Um, they, they recommend calling them if you have an issue and going to their website and not falling for any of these types of scams. Absolutely. You know, such a huge company, of course, they're going to try to, you know, make sure their name isn't getting dragged through anything. So um, at the end of the day, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that if this was something, and especially with someone, you know, close to me having getting this, uh, gotten this, this message as well, it's obviously something that's affected locally um, or at least in, within our state. Um, that, you know, you take the time again, as we've always said on these scams, that if you think if there's, if there's some kind of inkling that I don't know if this is legit, reach out to them yourself, go onto their website, find the phone number, get a hold of the billing department and, and, and call directly and say, is there an issue here? Um, and, and really, you know, one other option is, you know, if, if, if something is going on, that's, that's, uh, not correct with your billing and they suspend your account after two days. Well, it's a TV service, you know, at least then, you know, I can call in and say, this is, this is what's going on. It's not your power, you know, it's and, and, pretty quick to fix. Right, right. Exactly. So if there's any questions about, um, you know, or, you know, like I said, any suspicions about, you know, is this legit? Take the time, go onto the website, get the right phone number and make that call yourself so that you're not getting, um, involved in, in, uh, you know, a, a potential scam. Right. Under Sheriff, I, I, I'm going to take this opportunity to let people know that I've also received text messages over the course of the last week, within the last week. And these things are telling me that my PayPal account needs updated. Oh, we've had to seal it. Oh, you're not going to be able to get anything done. You've got to click this link and, and get this taken care of. I don't have a PayPal. I've never had a PayPal. Yep. So that instantly, when I saw that, I was like, well, that's... That's a scam, and so just deleted it right away. Uh, I haven't seen the net, net, Netflix one as of yet, but I know sure. it's probably making its way around right. down the call list or down the text list, yep. and so I imagine I'll see that soon. So, folks, it, it, it you know it, the sheriff and the undersheriff have said this uh, many, many times, and, and we will say it many, many times more. If you have an issue with a company or a service provider, Call the company or the service provider. Don't assume that a text, an email, or even a phone call is the uh, uh, the actual company or service the provider. Company. Right. Because they're pretty good at masking this stuff. Yep. And and just hang up or delete that text. Call the company directly. They will happily guide you through this. As the undersheriff pointed out, they don't want their name drugged through the mud either. 
they don't like bad guys doing what they're doing right. using their name either. So uh, now, uh, <laughs> Sheriff, you and I once talked about uh, the former NASA engineer who declared a personal war on on scammers and uh, porch pirates. Yeah. His name is Mark Rober. Uh, if if you don't follow this guy on on Facebook or another streaming service, I would suggest that you do. He's yeah. he's absolutely brilliant. He's a staple in our house. He's yeah. he's he's amazing, isn't yeah. he? And and he provides some great uh, toys for kids that uh, involve engineering and mathematics and physics, and I think that's great. And the only reason I'm really touting this guy so big, folks, is because he and his team have developed, I think it was five different types of boxes mm-hmm. that tracked recorded uh and and glitter bombed as well as stink bombed yeah uh people who steal things off of porches and he got involved in some of these scams uh he he connected with a partner of his who tracks these scammers he finds their numbers he finds their emails he breaks it down to the code and he figures out where all this is coming from and so they have the ability to interrupt a scamming phone call and and this partner of his sounds he has the voice of an old woman and so they will actually get the scammer to play along with them recently due to their efforts the FBI and uh, local law enforcement who was tracking the same people suddenly said you know what you've got the ability to track these guys literally house to house and so that's what they did all the way back they got uh, uh, federal institutions involved, who got Interpol involved, who got other government agencies involved, and I think, I think the amount was sixty million dollars. Oh. This operation—it was three separate operations over in a foreign country, twenty million dollars—and and I can't remember if it was like a week, a day. It, look it up, folks. The the amount made me take a breath. They busted them and they mm-hmm. shut them down. And that is amazing. Yeah, and I've seen some of that. I mean, they they can track them down to the the building they're in, to the floor that they're renting, because you know they they rent floors. Yep. And I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. That was really neat to see, kind of getting right. getting those scammers back. And, and absolutely. So uh, his, if you want to watch this, if you want to see a scammer gets getting get what's coming to him, watch uh, find Mark Rober R O B E R and uh, send him some love because. I just love it. <laughs> I love watching those bad guys get covered in glitter and, and watch their cars and their apartments get full of fart smell. It's just fantastic. Uh, all right. Now, something on the very serious side, you know, when it comes to getting up there on that mountain, it's getting to to the season. So uh, it, it's time to really start addressing what uh, safety measures should we take before I head up there to check the snow level. Yeah. Yeah. We're seeing, you know, there's an unbelievable amount of snow up in the Bighorns right now, which is great. Um, But that also brings in a lot of recreation. And um, we've seen it through um, search and rescue missions already throughout the year. And I think that the the main key that I want to bring up uh, is let folks know where you're going. That is so important when we talk about search and rescue missions and the amount of snow that's up there. And, you know, even the most experienced snowmobile riders and, and backcountry enthusiasts um, are having difficulties this winter, you know, up in the Bighorn Mountains. And, and it takes just one, you know, quick second of loss of focus and, and something happens. And 
if you don't let folks know where you're going and you're by yourself, um, it, it makes the shared narrative search and rescue and any search and rescue um, very difficult because we don't have a place to start. And the Bighorn Mountains are so big and Sheridan County is so big. And, and um, we've had three successful searches already since the beginning of the year. And it's all due because um, folks had planned ahead. They let folks know what part of the area of the Bighorn Mountains that they were going to be in. And yeah, they, they got into some trouble. And we were fortunate enough that our search and rescue crews were able to, to you know, to establish an area of a search right away and, and get these individuals located. That's fantastic to hear. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's always very apprehensive when you hear, well, search and rescue has been called. But, uh, you know, if, if you let someone know, they got a starting point. And they have techniques to get up and around those mountains. And they do such a great job. Uh, you know, if, if you've never had to use them, fantastic. If you've ever wondered if you should use them or not use them, uh, that's why they are there. And they're happy to get out there and do that job. Uh, now, uh, speaking of which we do have an individual, uh, Ron Condos, Ron Condos. Yeah. Uh, what's going on with, uh, so Ron Condos has, has been, you know, he was one of the original team members with the Sheridan Area Search and Rescue um, over 40 years ago. He served on Sheridan Area Search and Rescue for 40 years. Wow. Um, and has served in every role within within Sheridan Area Search and Rescue, you know, um, to the president of the board. Um, most recently, he spent the last, you know, over 20 years as the training officer. Um, and uh, Sad to see him go, but he's retiring from Sheridan Area Search and Rescue at the end of this month um, with over 40 years of, of, of dedicated service to Sheridan County and to Sheridan Area Search and Rescue. And um, the amount of, of you know, he's, he's been an incident commander for, for several, you know, probably hundreds of successful search and rescue missions throughout his 40 years with, with search and rescue. And, and you know, the... He's just, he's just been, you know, that's a lot of institutional knowledge that's, that's, you know, but you know, he, he, he's just done a great job with Sheridan County and yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be retiring. And so he's going to be deeply missed. 40 years of dedicated service to search and rescue, you know, uh, talk about, uh, an angel, yeah, <laughs> you right. know, yep. uh, it, it, if if you've never been lost up in the forest, uh, you know, seeing another human being, especially when you, you know, see that patch. Whew, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. We'll talk about relief, and, you know. And Ron is just, you know, for those that know Ron, I mean, they know him and he's just, he's that individual that, you know, puts forth every effort. And, you know, when we have search and rescue missions and, you know, maybe he was out of town initially and he's, he's showed up, you know, maybe a little late to the party or something and comes, there's that calming, you know, presence because, all of his experience that he's had and, and everything. They're like, all right, Ron's here, you know, and, and, and things. So got yeah, the hub of the wheel. Absolutely. And, and so, um, I, I wanted to invite the community. We're doing kind of a, a gathering, a social Saturday evening to, to thank him. And it's going to be, um, from six to 9 PM at century 21 BHJ. You know, we've, we've, uh, been able to get that. And so, you know, come in, there might be some light refreshments, but just to come in and thank him for his service and dedication to the community and to Sheridan County, because it's, it's, it's remarkable. And as the training uh, officer, the knowledge he's passed on to the Mm -hmm. individuals, uh, you know, that's, that is such an important job. 
you know, because not only is your dedication out there with boots on the ground, but you're able to pass on 40 years of knowledge and, and basically, you know, sounds like uh, he, he probably knows every procedure like the back of his hand. Right. And, and so that individual deserves uh, a lot of appreciation from the community. And, and and so that I'd love to see a lot of people go out there one more time, uh, Sheriff. Where and when is that going to be? So it's for Ron Condos, um, you know, celebrating 40 years of, of dedicated service to Sheridan Area Search and Rescue in Sheridan County, and we're going to have just a, a social to to thank him from 6 to 9 p.m. Saturday, March 25th, 6 to 9 at Century 21 BHJ downtown. Fantastic. All right, we're going to have more with the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office after this. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sure. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan Rotary Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. Shan Foster with the Country Pet Inn talks about dog training and behavioral issues that dog owners may be experiencing. If the dog's not listening to you consistently and with distractions, it's not trained. And most people say, well, my, dog, my dog's trained. It can sit, it downs, it comes when I call it. But what about when Joe Squirrel runs by? What about when that semi comes by honking its horn? Well, those are the things that I train for in real life. Most of the time, it's all through basic obedience. Now, by doing that, you take care of a lot of the behavioral issues, shyness issues, aggression issues, possession issues. When you put that dog in that mode or the dog understands its role, a lot of those things go away. Whether your dog has obedience issues where it doesn't listen to you or come to you when you call it, stealing food from the table, excessive barking, aggression issues, you name it, we'll work together to solve it. I help people understand their dog. I'm very fond of that. If you want to get a hold of me, go to countrypetin.com or call 674-8582. Hi, this is Colton Bates with the Bates team at Best. While more isn't always better, when working with a real estate team, it certainly can be as each agent has a specialized role. Working with the team also offers a ton of flexibility. For those that are seeking a primary agent to build rapport with, the other agents can act as a support system. The opposite is true for those focusing on 24-7 service. A team of pros balancing their respective roles is the easiest way to accomplish this. So start working with the best today and choose the Bates team. Call us at 675-BEST and visit bestwy.net. Proudly brokered by EXP. Dan Marshall here with Captain Clean. Your heating and cooling system are the lungs of your home or business, taking air in and breathing it out, directly affecting your indoor air quality. Normal day-to-day activity generates lots of contaminants and air pollutants such as dander, dust, and chemicals. 
Call today for your free HVAC cleaning estimate. It's 100% free, and nobody has the equipment or expertise to clean HVAC like we do. Call Captain Clean today, 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, we are speaking with Sheridan County Sheriff Levi Dominguez and Under Sheriff Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson. Now, uh, we were talking about search and rescue, a fantastic uh, uh, retirement uh, social going to be happening for Mr. Ron Condos. Make sure that you get on down there and thank him for 40 years of dedicated service. Uh, I just wanted to touch base real quick, uh, Sheriff, on if I want to volunteer for the search and rescue, if I want to join this this great team that does fantastic things, how do I do that? Yeah, we've got great volunteers, Sheridan Area Search and Rescue. Um, you can reach out to any, any uh, search and rescue member that you may know, um, or you can call down at the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office, and we can get you in touch with the Sheridan Area Search and Rescue. And there's a, an application process that you, you fill out, and then you know it goes to the Sheridan Area Search and Rescue and the board and its members. And um, there's some interview processes with that and coming in and coming to some of the meetings to, you know, kind of be vetted in, in a sense. And then the board and, and the members ultimately vote on, on those members to be, um, Oh, that's fantastic. So they're, they vet. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. yeah and I imagine they provide quite a bit of training on top of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's training and, and once a month there's, there's a training meeting and then there's a business meeting. And so they they have a training schedule that's put out, you know, for, for the year and the months to come and, and trying to get those members to other trainings throughout the state and the region, you know, that are particularly specific to search and rescue um, and, and making sure that, you know, they're, they're ready to provide the service to Sheridan County and its residents and visitors. You know, I've been uh, uh, lucky enough to be a member of uh, um, some organizations like this and uh, the camaraderie and the family type of environment, you, you know, when you build a good, strong team is absolutely irreplaceable in your life. That mm-hmm. is one thing that I have learned, you know, and you get together with a group of these men and women who have a dedicated mindset towards helping others. And I'll tell you, there is a sense of fulfillment that you won't get anywhere else in the world. And you will find yourself also laughing harder mm-hmm. than you ever have. You know, yeah. it's, it's absolutely amazing folks. If, if you, if you want to do something great, that's a good place to start. All right. Statute of the month under sheriff. Yeah. Uh, this is something uh, we, <laughs> we usually don't have time for, right? I've got about five minutes. Yeah. Uh, and this one's actually pretty important because I will admit <laughs> I've done this in the past. Sure. Yeah. I didn't know it was illegal, but now bold, I do. Bold move. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Throw them on me. We'll take me out the back. Yeah. Right. We'll talk afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I. Uh, I know we usually run out of time, but um, you know, I wanted to bring this up the the, the past couple shows, but um, simply with the the winter weather, um, I think it plays into that and the construction. Yeah. Um, you know, it's state statute thirty one five two seventeen. Um, it, basically what it says is that no person will shall or sh- shall drive a motor vehicle upon private or public property to gain access to another roadway for the purpose of avoiding a traffic control device. So in the most basic terms, um, you're driving across a 
uh, private parking lot in order to avoid the, the the traffic light that's at the intersection. And that includes um, like businesses. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, essentially it just says don't cut across those parking lots or pub- uh, private driveways um, to avoid the traffic lights or the signage. And, you know, I um, a, a good example um, is Coffeen and Sheridan. You know, uh, there's a um, when I was still with the uh, city of Sheridan Police Department, um, there's a couple par- private parking lots down there at the chiropractic building and the dental office um, that are very, you know, enticing to try and cut across to it's avoid right that there, light right, right? Yeah. and go across. But, you know, folks need to remember, uh, we spoke about a statute a couple months ago um, in terms of stopping before leaving those driveways or those uh, public uh, parking lots. Coming to that full stop before you're getting onto the roadway isn't only just for the traffic, but you're also looking for citizens, right? And that's something that I think is is huge to remember. Um, the dental office there, you know, there's lots of kids running through. They almost always have, um, you know, the slow signage in front just because they know there's kids cutting through. But I remember, you know, as a, as a city police officer, that was one of the main ones that um, I would watch pretty often just because it's so enticing. And I do. I get it. I really do. Um, you know, with the, the it, that's a big intersection. The wait time, you know, is roughly, I think I'm not exactly sure it's, it's, I know it can feel longer than probably <laughs> it what feels it is. Like forever, yeah. right? Um, but trying to cut through that parking lot, I mean, we got to watch for kids. We have to watch for people. There's people going in and out of those businesses. Um, and I, I know, you know, they say patience is a virtue and I can't, <laughs> I can't stress that enough in terms of trying to cut across these parking lots. It's just, it's not worth it. You know, when, when you're, if my recommendation would be to leave a couple minutes earlier if it's if it's come down to that um, that bad of a choice where we're going to have to fly across a parking lot to try and avoid a traffic light. Um, absolutely, absolutely. So. Uh, as you never want to put yourself in a situation <clears throat> where you could put uh, the lives of your fellow citizens in danger. You know, right. I, I I could not imagine being responsible for something horrible like that. Right. It's going to stick with you forever, uh, no matter no matter the outcome. So just take your time. And and such a, you know, just a dumb thing to to do to hurt someone by accident. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And so, you know, I, I, I didn't do it regularly. I'll be honest with you. I did it like one time to my memory. And, and now it's like, you know what? You're right. Backpedaling a little I'm, bit I'm, here, Floyd, but I that's know, okay. Right? Yeah. We'll, we'll talk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but you were right. You know right. that it's it's a it's it's a stupid thing to do right. when you're putting every you're putting a yeah. lot of people in danger without even really knowing it because right. you know we we tend to be pretty focused. I got to get here on time. I got to get right. there on time, or I can't wait for this. Well, we we need to we need to take a moment yep. and and just wait for the light. Don't cross over, uh, folks. Don't cut corners. Right. And that's something that uh, I think everybody uh, has been told at least one time in their life. Do not cut corners. Uh, Now, one more time, Sheriff, if you could tell me the uh, uh, time and location for uh, the retirement social. Yeah. For Ron Kondo, Saturday, March 25th from 6 to 9 p.m. at Century 21 BHJ. Sheriff, Undersheriff, thank you so much for taking the time to come in here. I really appreciate you working around your schedule, so thank you. No worries. (laughs) All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan Rotary Club is receiving these funds 
per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Have you driven by the lot of Waring Sheridan Chevrolet? The change in ownership has opened up a flood of new and used inventory. Waring Chevrolet is busting at the seams in new and used cars, trucks, SUVs of all makes and models. Inventory is back on the lot and arriving weekly. Best of all, same great sales, service, parts, and body shop team is there. New ownership, same great team. Unbelievable inventory. Waring Sheridan Chevrolet. 107 East Alger, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30, Saturdays till 4. The 67th Army Band, Wyoming's own, invites you and your family to a great evening of music Tuesday, April 4th, 7.30 p.m. in the Whitney Center for the Arts. This family-friendly event is free and open to the public and celebrates the spirit of America's favorite hit tunes. So put it on your calendar. The 67th Army Band, Wyoming's own, 7.30 p.m. Tuesday, April 4th at Sheridan College's Whitney Center for the Arts. Sponsored in part by your friends at Sheridan Media. Moss Holders Design Center bedroom sale is going on now. Select your favorite beds, dressers, chests, and nightstands. Every piece of bedroom furniture is on sale. Moss Holders carries many solid wood products available in king or queen sizes. Can't find something you love in stock? Every single bedroom order will be discounted as well. Moss Holders also carries inexpensive bedroom manufacturers if you're updating a kid's room or a rarely used guest bedroom. Come see all the bedroom choices Moss Holders has to offer during Moss Holders' bedroom sale. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Dugard Construction is Sheridan's premier builder, not only for new construction, but also remodeled jobs of any size. Whether you are needing one room redone or the whole home, Dugard Construction can make your vision come true. Go to dugard.co, that's D-A-U-G-A-A-R-D.co today. Click on the projects link and check out some photos of their outstanding work. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week, 